I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So buckle up! Asshole. That's me. What happened to you this week? Okay, so this literally happened to me like 16 hours ago. Sure. So like I was going to tell a story of how like this uh, this homeless woman came up to me in a Starbucks and asked me to buy her coffee and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll do it. And then she got a free cup of coffee like from one of the baristas. And I was like, oh, that's a really sweet story. There's some good in this world. And I'm not saying this story is any better than that. I'm just saying, like, it, this is funnier for me. Did you just secretly throw in an extra thing that happened this week? I wanted to talk <laughs> about it with someone. You violated our concept. You can, e- you can edit that out. No, I'm glad okay. that she got her cup of coffee. Yeah. Okay, so, so what really what happened What really happened week? to me this week happened last night. So I had this long day of filming in my apartment. It was great. We got a whole episode done of our web series. Good for you. Thank you. Then my roommate Morgan and I, we sit down. We, like, I... Like, I ate my Mexican takeout. Yeah, you did. I, Morgan goes up, and she's like, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to, like, treat myself to a nice long shower and, like, and uh, then pack my stuff before I leave because she is now on her way to Delaware to see her boyfriend. I pick up my garbage, pick up my keys. My keys are hanging off, like, like the first knuckle of one of my fingers. Okay. I open the garbage chute, and my keys <laughs> fall into the garbage chute. Oh, my God! And the light in wait, the... you guys have a garbage chute in this building? Um, yeah, like in our in our lobby, we have laundry room, trash room. Oh, okay, okay. So it's on the first floor, so it's not like it fell down a tower. <laughs> it's a good. That's a good image, though. Right. That being said, like the lights are off in this, and there's like one of those flaps as you do. Sure. And so, like, I I see my keys slip off into the like into the chute, and I think, okay, maybe it's caught on the flap. Okay. And so, like, in the dark, like, I have the, the door to the chute open with one hand. And you don't want to shake it too I much. I don't want to shake it. I don't even fall. want to let go of it because... Because if the door closes, then the keys will fall. Exactly. But I'm feeling around for it, and this the is, keys aren't there. This is such a Pandora's box of a yeah. situation. The keys aren't there. So then I'm like, okay, I have to turn the lights on. So I, tur- I go, I run, turn the light on, run back, open it up, like, thank fucking... God, that the trash chute was full. So, so like, the top, like, where, like, the trash bags are, are, like, just out of reach. So, my roommate is still in the shower. (laughs) I go upstairs to my floor. I knock on the neighbor's door across the street. And, like, I just happened to meet her once when we moved in a couple years ago. Across the hall. Sorry, across the hall. Um, you're right. Um, I knock I was on about her to door. Be like, damn, you really went to find somebody. I, I, I couldn't. I wouldn't have been able to get back into my building then. I knock on her door. I'm like, hey, like I know you. Like we met like real brief, like once when I moved in. Like, do you have like a, a flashlight on your smartphone or something? Because I just dropped my keys down the garbage chute, and like I think I can get them, but like I, I just need like a flashlight. Sure. And so then like we get down there. She's like looking through her phone because there's no flashlight app that comes on it because Androids don't do that apparently. Mm. So Weird. she down yeah, so she downloads the flashlight app, she hands it to me, I look in there, I see them, I start reaching for them, I can't reach them, so I climb into the garbage chute. You are such a like belly cow. first, like like nose dive in. What if the bags had all let go at that moment? <laughs> I I would have had to call my super. Thankfully my super oh my lives God. in the building. 
and like some like I don't know. I just went into like survival mode where I was like, Why didn't what's you the situation ask her for something that had like a clothes hanger that had a hook on the end? I didn't think well because I figured like okay, like I can it's I can probably reach in there and grab it. Okay, and so <laughs> so naturally you climbed in. So naturally I climbed in. Like they were like resting like right like between two bags, so they I'm like gingerly, yeah. So I'm like gingerly reaching for them because I don't want them to fall more forward. And so like finally, like I get my keys, I like hoist myself out of the garbage chute, yeah. Give her back her phone. I was like, thank you very much. You brought her phone into the garbage chute? I, yeah. Oh man, I'm, I'm not. Just... I'm not that slender. Oh my god. I mean, like, if, where would it go? Like the garbage was and already she's like just washing your feet. She's just washing my feet like, like out, like like diagonally oh, towards man. the sky this is my nightmare this is like Ian. this is a movie this is a movie yeah. in the making but oh, also man. like the whole time i'm thinking like this is funny my god like because like it, it like i don't know how i went into survival mode where i was like plan a get a plan a get a flashlight plan b call the super plan c wait until the trash clears out and then he finds my keys like my god do you guys but, have spares though um i have one spare to get me into the apartment just not into the building okay mm. um do you want to yeah. hear another uh, garbage chute related story? Yes. Okay. It's a laundry chute related story, but I guess you could use it for garbage chute yeah. if you really wanted to. My cousins used to live in a townhouse at West Point, and we went mm-hmm. to see them one time. We used to play this game called Peek and Go Hide. Some kids call it sardines. That's the or wrong. Hi- not hide and go seek? No, no, no. It's Peek and Go Hide. It's where one person hides and everybody looks, and then as you find that person, you hide with them. Last person to oh. find the group loses. Mm. And then they're oh, That's it. fun. We yeah, never did that Peek and Go Hide is super fun. Some people call it sardines, and if you can't yes. find the person, you call out Ollie Ollie Oxen Free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then... Uh, my cousin was hiding and he chose the laundry chute, but he got stuck and he was too, and he was just a little too big to like slide all the way down. But it was a townhouse. He was on like the fifth floor of a townhouse. So he'd have to drop, you know, four floors and a basement. Yeah. And so it was really dangerous. And so my uncle happens to be a carpenter. And so he had a jigsaw tool to cut into the wall and peel back one side of the four-sided shoot. Oh. He curled it back and pulled Rob out of it. That's oh, insane. And just hearing you having climbed into that trash chute, I'm just thinking, like, it, it could have been so much worse. It could have been. Oh, yeah. It could have been. Your keys aren't worth you suffocating in a chute. I know. Because no. there's only bags in there. And like, they'll smell. It's fucking garbage. It's, everyone in that your building is garbage. garbage. Yes, exactly. Because yeah, my... One of my older mates, she was throwing our trash down, and I live on the sixth floor of a building, and it's... Wait, is this just, the one who used to leave the, uh... Oh, no, not... No, no, he no. He had a roommate that used that, to leave burners on and just walk out of the room. That would have been my thing that would have happened this week if we would have met a couple weeks earlier. Sure, sure. Yeah, that would have been the thing that happened, yeah. We would have went into that. But this roommate before her, she was throwing the trash down, same thing, slipped out of her fingers and went six floors down all the way into our cellar and she had to call our super the trash the, yeah with the trash and her keys dropped oh, all her keys and her keys dropped all the way down and they were stuck in there for like two days Dang. until oh the super God. could get to it yeesh oh yeah because our super was out of town so it was like mm. oh. the super's always out of town isn't that I yeah. mean mine never is because he yeah, lives across from me but yeah who are, I was like, the okay. person you need though is always unavailable. Exactly. Like we're applying for this apartment right now, and we applied for it. We put in our good faith deposit Friday night, and we're still waiting to hear if we got the apartment. Oh my god, he was on vacation. Dang. <laughs> yeah, yep. the landlord. 
Well, Ian, I'm glad that you're safe. Thank you. I'm glad you got your keys. Thank you. Major keys. Yes. Yes. Bless your heart. All right, my turn? Yes. My turn. turn. The thing that happened this week. Last night, I was on the subway, and while everyone else was watching the State of the Union, I was in rehearsal for a show that will now be a week past when, uh, when this episode comes out. I was in rehearsal for a lady concert, ladies supporting ladies, the ladies who lunch at 54 Below. And so I was coming home from rehearsal. I get on the train. It's too late for me to, like, recognize people on the train. Like, sometimes I see my friends coming home from their show that night or whatever. But for the most part, like, I'm not going to run into anyone that I know. And I look up, and I'm on one of the trains where the seats sit both parallel and perpendicular to one another. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting in a perpendicular, like, L-shaped seat mm-hmm. facing down the train car. And then at the other end of the train car, someone sitting in the mirror seat to mm-hmm. me is this kid, Aaron, who I went to governor school with 10 years ago. So a couple weeks back, I read a breakdown, uh, for those who don't aren't in the business we call show, uh, a breakdown is like a character description, and they'll list all of the ones that are available on a certain service where you can submit for a role. And so I was reading a set of breakdowns and the star of the project was this guy, Aaron. Right. And we were really close back in the day. So I message him on Facebook. We're not Facebook friends anymore, but I message him on Facebook and I'm like, Hey bud, like I know it's been a real long time. Just want to let you know, I was just reading this breakdown and it's really great to see like a fellow govy doing well, like, you know, uh, like best wishes. And he read it, but never responded. (laughs) He got those read receipts, honey. Yo. Yeah, everyone on Facebook has read receipts. Yeah. Also, Facebook's doing this new thing where they tell you the last time someone logged in to Messenger, which is, like, really weird. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's a bit much. It's a bit much, honey. So, uh, I look up, I see it's him, and it was one of those, like, achy feelings where it was, like, someone you were really close to, like, and you just don't feel like going to say hi. And I was, it like hurt in my chest. Mm. I was like, I was like heartsick over it for a second. And he looked up and he saw me and we stared at one another and neither of us got up to say hi. Oh God. And we both had that moment where we were like staring at one another and it was like those sad, like loving eyes, like just all the memories. Oh my God passing between us and neither of us wanted to like say it's hello because like, it's not even like is that that person it's like you both know that's that person that's that person mm-hmm. holy shit and aaron broke our eye contact first and went to pretend he was reading a book sure <laughs> but then he was like looking at the book but like his eyes weren't reading the book <laughs> and i was sitting there just like it was so wistful it was like such a special time in my life and like so transformative for me as an artist and uh, I guess for again for those that don't know, Governor School is a, a state-funded program in diff- in certain states across America where um, kind of the best of the best in the arts, humanities, math, science, agriculture, technology, they go to different college campuses, state college campuses, um, and it's paid for by the governor's office for you to like do a summer intensive and like become even better than you were before. Mm-hmm. So I went for vocal performance. Aaron was there for dance. Mm. We have both become actors. <laughs> um, and he's like a pretty famous one. He's like a lot of followers and a lot of fans. And it was just like really hard. I don't know. It was like really hard to sit there and like be cognizant of the fact that we both like were missing one another, but neither of us wanted 
to go through the effort of like catching up and we wouldn't have enough time yeah and it felt inappropriate and the craziest thing was i was getting up to get off the train at 145th i guess he lives further uptown or he was going further uptown and someone was walking down the train car and then was like aaron and he was like hey and he got oh up my and god like, hugged this person and was like greeting a friend and they had like a really warm embrace and i was like getting off the train and that was like the last thing i saw oh my god mm-hmm. yeah that it was like really that's like oh. it was really sad but i yeah. also was like i i'm not sure that we actually needed to like say anything mm-hmm. to like be present with each other in that moment but it like i don't know it, it did make me sad that's... it was a little sad wow yeah but... yeah and it was like 10 years almost like i mean it's like 10 years this june oh my god that we would have met yeah yeah it was weird it was a weird vibe and i was i'm okay with it in some ways but I also like watching someone else get up to go greet him. Ironically, was like that. I think that like w- was a little bit of a stab. Yeah, it, it hurt. That it feels hurt. like a nail in the coffin. Yeah, a little bit. It's weird to see someone after ten years. Ten years for us, I guess, a decade is like a symbolic amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, I was just like thinking about just you know we really only knew each other really well for that one summer. Mm-hmm. We were really close, yeah. and we shared like a lot of secrets at a very like formative time in our lives. We're like sixteen, yeah, you know, sixteen, seventeen years. And old. like that's the kind of situation where like you become fast friends with someone fast, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, with like like-minded individuals. Yeah, that summer he had a girlfriend who was in the dance program, and uh, they like took class together. And he and I were so close that one day after lunch, she asked if she could talk to me and, like, walked me out onto the quad and was like, you need to leave my boyfriend alone. Oh, my God. Like, he's my boyfriend. And I was like, um, he's, like, just my friend. Like, it's okay to have, like, opposite sex heterosexual friendships. Yeah. Ian and I do it all the time. It's true. <laughs> the fact that we met on a date is not... It is irrelevant at this point. <laughs> point. Um, but, yeah, she, like... I think people recognize that we were that that we were that close that she like felt threatened by our Dang. friendship. Hmm. Yeah, and I was just like, it's funny the things you remember when you see someone's face. Yeah, as opposed to like things that you would think up on your own time. And I think it says a lot about a person when somebody does that. Uh huh. It says a lot about someone and their insecurities. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. what the girlfriend did. Yeah, the girlfriend did. Yeah. yeah, I sit there and I'm like, you know, that says a lot about her, but also, it's like. I think it just shows that it's like, oh, I'm like, if this had to happen, then maybe you shouldn't be with that person. Right. Which I'm sure they're probably not at this point. High school Oh, no. Yeah, high school love. It didn't even even last over that summer, I don't think. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that was the thing that happened this week. Well, thank you for sharing that. of course. That's that's intense. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of sucked, but it was also, like, mildly okay. That's it was like good. A, a weird mix of a weird mix of emotions. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. weird. Uh. All right, Dylan, your time has come. Oh yay! Let's do the thing that happened this week. Alrighty. Okay, what happened? Okay, so as you know, I'm getting married. Mazel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been the wedding planning with Patrick, and man, the catering part has been a pain in the ass. Let's as, put it that way. I mean, as it should be. It wouldn't yeah. be planning so, a wedding without pain. Uh, so, 
the thing is, is what has been driving me nuts about the catering world is it's like you give them a budget of what you have, yet they will go so extreme on what you can't afford and like, okay, this is what we want you to pay us. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I asked for a budget of this amount. I don't have thirty thousand dollars <laughs> the whole I, wedding is less than thirty thousand dollars yeah yeah i'm like i don't have thirty thousand dollars to be able to pay for this catering event i'm like i have this amount right so it's been really interesting like dealing with multiple people because like we had one person that we reached out to because she about catering about catering and she recommended us to the place where we're getting married at the gary's loft which is really quite beautiful. We'll Amazing. be getting married on the rooftop Ooh. and it will be right under the Empire State Building. So it's Oh wow. Gonna, yeah, wow. it's going to be really really exciting. Oh my gosh, I just got chills. <laughs> when when is the wedding? September 17th. And I'm nice. going. Yeah. And it's, a, and it's a Monday wedding, so it's an actor friendly wedding, so all our my actor friends can actually show up to I the have, wedding. Pretty smart. I have never been to a New York City wedding. Yeah. And it's going to be a full Sarah Jessica Parker moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be so... So Patrick's not going to leave you at the altar in a peacock headdress. No. 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 He's not going to drive the wrong way on a one-way street past uh, the library. No. Yeah. No, not this time. <laughs> Ian, have you seen this movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so, so... Amazing. Yeah, so we go to her, and the thing is, is that she never replies back of, like, what time to meet with her. And, like, we've been going, like, back and forth for, like, She's weeks. a wedding coordinator? Wedding coordinator for the For the catering. Venue. For the catering. Oh, for the caterer. For the catering. And for the, the caterer? Yeah, she's the caterer. Yeah, for the caterer? Yeah. Yes, for the caterer. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, the ca- oh, you're <laughs> saying the caterer. caterer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Please don't, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the uh, caterer okay. that recommended us <laughs> to the caterer. <laughs> the caterer. We have broken the fuck down. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a lovely oh, show. No. We've had a wonderful, wonderful couple of years. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, the caterer that recommended us to the venue that we are going to get married in, she has been coordinating back and forth with us, but she can never set a time when to meet with her weird so and this has been going on for like three weeks and so finally i'm like i don't have time to deal with this right like i'm like my life is crazy as it is i'm producing a show i'm going to school and have a million other half things going on i'm like i'm like i need somebody to tell me exactly where i need to be at what time sure and be very on top of this because i can't i don't have i can corroborate this four nights ago dylan texted me and was like i just want to confirm it's wednesday at 11 Wednesday at 11. <laughs> I go, yeah, yeah, confirmed. He goes, okay, and what is the address? I go, I'll send you all the details this week. Then last night I'm in rehearsal, and he goes, hi, hi, can you send me the address? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, hi, okay. <laughs> it's nine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can be doxxed. I don't have anything going on. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So that really bugged me. So I'm like, we cannot use her because for that reason. I'm like, I cannot... What's her first name? Oh, I'm not even going to tell you. Make up a name. Belinda. Fuck you! (laughs) Belinda! Belinda Blinked! Belinda Blinked. (laughs) Belinda Blinked. Have you heard of this podcast? I'll take a tangent. Yes, take a tangent. Have you heard of this podcast? No. My dad wrote a porno. Yes, okay, yeah, I've heard of that. I think you might have told me about it. The world's best thing ever. I'm going to go see them live. Oh my god. 
So I'm only, I'm only, I'm almost to the end of the first book. I'm like way behind. Oh. But my dad wrote a porno is a podcast where every week this guy whose dad under the alias of Rocky Flintstone has written a, <laughs> a pornographic uh, short novel, okay. short book. And he and his friends sit down and read a chapter at a time and break down just like how nasty and horrible and just like awful the writing is. Yeah. And just like the content and how lewd it is. And the character, the name of the book is Belinda Blinked, and the character's name is Belinda, the most, un- I mean, I have an Aunt Belinda, but still, like, it's not a very sexy name for a porn, no. I'm just going to be honest. No. Which maybe not. that's better for my aunt, really. Yeah. Posthumously speaking, she's passed on now. Your your name was lovely, but not pornographic. Yeah. 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 So, uh, thus endeth the, the second, second tangent. tangent. Oh, Dylan. Wow, Dylan. that's the first time we've had a guest. In sh- uh. It's because he listens every week. Good. He knows, Thank you. He knows Thank our you. show inside and out. Yes. Okay, so uh, Belinda's a bitch, and you were like, I can't work with her <laughs> I anymore. cannot do this. And I've never even met her. That's the other thing. It's only been through emails. And I'm Fuck like... Fuck email. Fuck you, Belinda. So, we have a second person... We've been going back and forth with for about a month. And we finally just agreed on to a taste testing. But it's taken a month to just get to that. Is Are they also doing the cake or are they just doing the meal? No, they're just doing the meal. Okay. The cake, we're getting the cake from Two Little Red Hens. Okay. Bless their souls. If you've never been there, 86 and 2nd Avenue. You can thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing the cake there, but we finally got the food part like okay we finally got like an actual like package that can work within our budget but it took a month to do that and pain in the ass and we had southern hospitality which they are a great Mm. restaurant that's on 45th and 9th that unfortunately didn't work out unfortunately but we were looking at them as well and the place we're looking at it's just it's so shocking how much an alcoholic beverage costs into a package yeah we're talking like to add just two drinks to this package was four thousand dollars whoa two drinks per person no just like two cocktail drinks like for everybody unlimited for an entire so they can make like a gin fizz and a red wine Wine. and yeah oh my god four thousand dollars and that was about the average. I picked gin fizz yeah Yeah. vodka soda it's vodka vodka soda soda. okay so (laughs) That was crazy. In some places, there was one place that we were looking at. It was $12,000 for the alcoholic beverages. That's the champagne, wine, and beers, and, like, cocktails. 12000 I was like, really? I just don't get. The, when you put the word wedding behind something, I sit there, I'm like, you can get this for so much cheaper if you do not have the word wedding behind it. True. But once you put a wedding, the word wedding behind it, it goes up like 10 times. It's the so actual true. value. Is it worth it to only have them cater the meal and for you all to buy the alcohol separately and do a service yourself? And that's what we're doing. Is yes, we're, high five. That's what he we're doing. He doesn't hurt me, but he high fives me. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> stop doing crack. No. <laughs> Ian, you have to stop doing Stop telling me to stop doing crap. Get off the pipe, Ian. Fine. <laughs> Fine, I will, just to stop having this conversation. Um, so, so do you want to serve it yourself? Yeah. And Great. so, Ooh. if the catering thing doesn't work out, which, if it doesn't, it's not going to heartbreak me, but we guess what? Me and Patrick love Chick-fil-A. So we're going to have Chick-fil-A in our wedding. A gay the, couple that loves uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. 
Let's talk about that. Yeah. For a second. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's delicious, but I also have only had it once in you know ten years because they hate gay people. Now oh. a gay couple is telling me that it's fair game. I have spoken to oh. so many like gay people who are from like not New York that are like, yeah, Chick Fil A all day, and I'm like. I don't understand you, but I accept you. Yeah. Well, I yeah. know a gay guy who, when we were in college, Elon had uh, Chick-fil-A on campus, mm. and the entire theater department started boycotting it, which, like, made no dent in their Right, no, yeah. It makes no dent. And he was like, God, he posted a Facebook status. was like, guys, what are we doing, okay? <laughs> the chicken sandwiches don't hate the gays. We don't have to hate the chicken. Chicken sandwiches have no opinion on us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real yeah. nice way of looking. Yeah. <laughs> But Patrick has loved Chick-fil-A like crazy. And I just sit there and I'm like, oh, this is something that is so obvious if we did this at the wedding. It's like, oh, this is Patrick's thing. Sure. Which, I love Chick-fil-A. I don't go there all my the time. My cousin had her wedding catered by, that was the one time I ate it, mm-hmm. was my cousin had her wedding catered by Chick-fil-A. I love their lemonade. The oh. lemonade at Chick-fil-A is heaven sent. And to me, most lemonade, to me, I'm like, nope, it's missing something. Oh, it's missing something. This isn't right. Yeah. Chick-fil-A just gets it right every time. Watch them be pouring it from a jar from some other company. Right. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like you can find it at the store if you look hard enough. Okay, so we're doing a service yourself. Amazing. Yes. Bless your heart that you're that y'all didn't resort to cash bar. I think cash bar might be the tackiest thing. Oh my god, oh, it's I the rudest thing. I, I so the one thing I refuse to have at my wedding. Even if you're sober. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm like, really? I have to pay cash? I'm like, no. Well, and it's just like, I don't know. It's really tacky. If you're going to do a cash bar, I would do drink tickets. I would be like, at every yeah. person's like table seating, your place card buys you two tickets. Like, two ticket yeah. drinks. And premium drinks are on you. Yeah. yeah. And the thing was, is I even refused the ticket thing. I think the ticket thing's even tacky. I just, mean, it's, it's tacky. super tacky, but if you're yeah. like, fully budgeted down. You oh, know? yeah. And the thing was, this is that... I'm just I'm like, no, because we're going buffet style, and we're like, because how our venue is, it's very homey, and it has that rustic feel, that barn feel, and I'm like, I, don't, I want it to be open, people to be able to just do what they want. Sure. I'm like, I don't want to have to pe- people just sit out down at the table and actually do a meal. I'm just, how do you feel about assigned seating at weddings? Because uh, you all aren't doing that, right? No, I just don't really care for it. I guess it's I only just, if you're going to do the meal, meal. Do you really need place cards. Yeah, and that's you know? the only thing. It's if we were doing a meal, I think that would be the conver- that would be a conversation coming up. But yeah. I just I'm like, eh. I'm like, that was an entire episode of Gilmore Girls. Was um, it was called Chicken or Beef, and it was yeah. about an ex boyfriend inviting Rory to his wedding. And she agreed because he put her on the spot because she was home yeah. for summer break, mm. and then. At the last minute, she realized that she didn't want to see her ex get married. Like, yeah. why would you do that to yourself? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny because um, Utah wet, Utah Mormon weddings and the wedding that I'm planning are very different in of the course. sense. So, because in Utah, you get Mormon weddings, you go get married in the temple, and then there's like a little re- like luncheon reception afterwards, and then the actual reception. Now... In Utah weddings, you invite everybody and your mother and your grandparents and everybody that you possibly know is invited to the wedding. So you can easily have a thousand people show up to your wedding. Oh my God. Sounds awful. I know it does sound awful. Your wedding day, you are the least important part of your wedding day. Right. It's also like you're the least important part of your death. Yeah. Yeah. Or your bar mitzvah. Yeah. yeah, right? Like, any anything that, like, celebrates you in your life, there's no way. Yeah, and so when, at a Utah wedding, it's like you have the 
the families and the bride and groom and they're standing in a line and everybody greets them and it's just this long ass line that just goes for hours and hours and so they never like actually get to enjoy the wedding and everybody else sits and like eats the food that's there at the reception and then yeah and then they leave and go on the honeymoon after there and i'm just i'm like no i'm like i don't want to invite a million and a half people to my wedding yeah which we're doing like a fairly small wedding like 70 people nice. so it's not nothing big yeah, it'll be great yeah so i'll know half the people there that's great uh, yeah amazing. you'll probably know most of the people there i mean i hope so yes <laughs> okay well that was a great thing that happened this week yeah. my friend are we ready for the quiz yes, yes. quiz time Cool. I like that song. Great. You I can like keep doing you it. can keep on doing that one. Yeah, but the thing that happened this week, there's just like <laughs> you I mean, get it's the not complete. In. It's not complete without the clap. Yeah. Um, well, that's why we're gonna keep the high five. But you have to go like a, fine. A I will lighter. I'm fine. That really hurt my. I'm email. sorry. Okay. Uh, I got one, three, and five, and Ian has two and four. All right, let's do it. Dylan Adams, what are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with The Crown. Okay. I binged watch an entire season in a day. In a day? Very yeah. nice. You yeah. were off work and just in um, bed? I and... was stuck in bed for five days because I was under the weather and not feeling well. Sounds and like, like more than under the weather. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything I in took was feeling like I could upchuck it. Yeah, I never upchucked once. Oh, God. Yeah, upchuck. So. Isn't that the worst version of the word vomit? <laughs> <laughs> I know. For me, that's like the least offensive. Oh, really? I don't know vomit? why. I think throw up is the one that's like, you know, yeah. like colloquially. Yes. Yeah. Just, just a general. Upchuck. Ugh. Oh, Dylan, why did you say that? I'm mean, thinking about that phrase all day. Trigger warning, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. So The Crown. Amazing. So I love the acting in The Crown and how subtle the actions those actors are doing are sure. just so subtle and they're really doing you just see it from moment to moment and I can like rewatch things and I'm like ooh I'm like it's just so juicy okay. that's what Amazing. I'm so obsessed with is how juicy the material is for how subtle it is I have heard that Princess Diana will be showing up in the next season of yeah. the Crown. I have heard Okay, it's I amazing. can start watching it. Yes. It's Netflix? Netflix, yes. Netflix. Okay, I'll yeah. watch it. I'll watch right. it. Sure, why not? Okay. Uh, second part of the quiz, uh, we're going to play a little game of Never Have I Ever. Hold up three fingers. Three fingers. I want to try Can we do it in the round where everybody plays? Sure, Because when I did it for Rupert last week, it was hard to think of things all by myself. Sure, yeah. Okay, so you go first. I'll start. Um, We'll go uh, uh, counterclockwise. Yeah. Never have I ever broken a bone. Down. Down. Oh, uh, it's my turn. (laughs) I came up with a concept and I can't even follow (laughs) it. Uh, Never have I ever worn a retainer. Down. Down. Never have I ever been skinny dipping. Down. Uh, Ugh, Ian's such a prude. <laughs> <laughs> it never came up. <laughs> Ooh, okay. What have What have I not done? Um, crack. He's never done crack. Never, I just want us to be I clear ever. about that. <laughs> I haven't. I've never done crack. Um, well, never have I ever done a drug harder than weed. Nah. All right. Never have I ever watched Two Broke Girls. Down. Never seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. This gets hard. Um, never have I ever watched Sex in the City. That was Down. mine. <laughs> that was literally just about to say that. Yeah. All right, I'm out. That's the game. Yep. 
All right, question number three. We talked about The Crown, but what else are you watching and listening to? Um, I have been listening to Tank and the Bangas. Yes! I, I love Tank and the Bangas. You yes. and me are like soulmates. Oh. I fucking love them. Oh, they just... It's just very genuine music, but also it's poetry, it's rap, it's R&B. It has a mixture of everything. I love when people mix multiple styles and mesh it together and it just creates this beautiful flower of itself. Amazing. Yeah. And I've also been listening to Erin Allen Kane. Okay. Which she um, is an uprising artist. Prince picked her out. Wow. And she's did, she was a featured artist on one of his albums and she is just an unreal singer. And I saw her in concert about a year ago and I've never seen someone actually get every person on the laying on the floor in a concert venue. Oh my god! She did it. She was doing shout, everybody shout, and like literally got everyone to the floor, laying on the ground, and then jumping up and down. Like I've never seen anybody. Yeah. 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 She's just brilliant. Look her up. She's great. She has an EP that's really great. I love um, Piano Song, which is just, if you look that up, it's really great. So, yeah, that's who I'm obsessed with musically this week. Awesome. Cool. Question number four. Uh, who, Without cheating, who was the last person you texted aside from the two of us? Um, it would be Patrick. Makes sense. Yes. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Lame. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Hi, buddy. Hi, handsome. Okay, and question number five. I hope you thought about it because you know the show very well. We, do. we can't catch you off guard with this one. One person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know, that you would like to wish well this week. Who would like to wish well this week, living or dead? I want to wish well my acting teacher, Charlie Sandlin. Hi, Charlie. Hi. Uh, He's had a crazy year. So this year, our studio got broken into. Oh, my gosh. And 20... I think it was like $21,000 was stolen out of the safe. Holy hell. In his office. Like oh somebody God. like broke into the studio. And this is not like a building that you easily to break into. Like you have to like key code in to get into the building. And then so like the like elevators were like there. somebody, yeah. like yeah. somebody, it was like somebody that knew exactly where to look. Oh my God. And it yeah. just, it was, it was just very unfortunate of what had happened. And I really felt bad because it was such a violation. And it's like, this is like he's worked his entire career to keep this studio open along with Maggie Flanagan herself. And it's just like such a violation of the space. And I just, and that violation, I just feel bad. And the things are getting better now, but I'm like, I want to wish him well because his job's not easy. And I just wish him always the best. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Gosh, bless his heart. Well, I think that that speaks to your character and to your heart. And I know I feel very lucky to have had you here today. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like you and Ian are into all the same stuff. Like, the Apparently. more you guys both talk, the more... <laughs> were we talking on Twitter the other day? Yes, we okay. were. Yes. Okay, I thought so. Dylan is very active on Twitter. Great. Oh, I'm so not active on Twitter. No, but when you get going, going about your oh, comments, you get going. going. Oh, yeah. When I have an opinion, I definitely will voice the opinion. Well, speaking of Twitter, let's swing back to the plugs. Explain to us again where to find you and how to keep in touch with the project. So, Brilliant Traces... You can look at us at artofwarproductions.com where the website is and look at Art of War itself. But if you want to directly just go buy the tictets, go to brilliantracestheplay.com. 
Amazing. And tickets are $25. Very reasonable. And yeah. it is at the Workshop Theater. It's on 312 West 36th Street. Mm. And previews begin February 15th. 15th. And opening night's February 17th. And the run ends on March 4th. Cool. And where Amazing. can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at AdamsDPA and Twitter at AdamsDPA. And you can also find me on Facebook at Dylan Adams. Cool. Amazing. Um, I'm at Womanship, W-O-M-A-N-S-H-I-P, on Twitter and Snapchat, Facebook.com slash Julia Claremanship and Claremanship.com. And I am at Ibroski on Twitter and Instagram and at uh, Facebook.com slash Brodsky Ian. Amazing. The show is at thisweeksthing at gmail.com, thisweeksthing.com, hashtag thisweeksthing if you want to jump in on the conversation. And uh, our handle is at this week's thing if you want to engage with us. Hashtag this week's thing. Yep, there we go. You can listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Um, and uh, we look forward to seeing those views go up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those views. Those like views. Like it's a TV show. Oh, and rate the show. Yeah, rate the show. We forget to remind you of that. Leave a comment, leave a rating. Oh, and hey, there's some news. Our music that comes in and out is by uh, the gents from Austin, Texas, that are now known as Meanswell. And Meanswell has been invited to showcase at South by Southwest. They yes. will be on the South by Southwest masthead and poster and all the advertising. It's very exciting. Yes. That's exciting. Congrats, Yay. guys. So if you happen to be in Austin, Texas this spring, check out South by Southwest and go see the Meanswell showcase. Amazing. All right. Until next time. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Thanks, Dylan. Thank you. Thank Bye. you.